As we hurtle ever closer to the end times, I, Daniel, the Keeper of Arcane Secrets, guide you back toward the doomed city of Radiance Yukon. It is still November 15, 1922, and for the next 37 days this isolated corner of the world will sit in a perpetual night beneath the oppressive patterns of the Aurora Borealis. Between these northern lights and Radiance Valley, gigantic crows watch silently, either circling as shadows against the darkened sky or perched upon the treetops and rooftops of the town. Smoke rises from the multiple points where the city burns, and debris and body parts litter the streets. In the flickering firelight, hulking beasts that were once men stalk the town, their bodies misshapen and grotesque as they drag their black, monstrous claws through the snow and howl out of extended and fanged mandibles where their mouths used to be. Just outside of town, in the secret cellar beneath the lonely shed, a woman tries to adjust to the recent amputation of her left arm, while her 11-year-old daughter tries to remain brave and act as a nurse to her feverish mother, while they wait for news of the young girl's father. A simple latch on the door and two expensive suitcases hiding the hatch are all that protect these two from the hundreds of wolves that circle the town and watch for escapees. Among the wolves is the Great White Hunter, a creature so large and disturbing that to lock eyes with it is to wrestle with your very own sanity. The Hunter has taken the shape of a gargantuan wolf and births predatory wolves from its chest at will. Across the valley in the distance, a single man with one ear, wrapped in sealskin and wolf fur, watches the town for a signal. He is Shadow in the night, a member of the nearby Inuit tribe who has been battling this evil every 37 years for generations. They use firelight and ancient protective chants to hold the monsters back. And now they wait to see if the remaining survivors of Radiance will call for help by lighting a signal fire at the top of the town's radio tower for they know that infection has taken the town. The infection, though, is not a simple disease. Large, black, shrieking worms use their long, gnashing teeth to burrow their way into the flesh of their victims, infecting them with black ichor and transforming them into the huge creatures that seem to heal from all the most grievous wounds. Spread by contact with strange porous iron, or by being force-fed the creatures by the remnants of an esoteric cult, there is no known cure for the infection that has taken the town. And in the very heart of the town, six strangers have just escaped certain doom in the courthouse and barricaded themselves inside the post office. They are armed with minimal light, a handful of nearly empty firearms, and a few sticks of TNT. Disgraced Detective Martin Noir and the mountainous man Moses T. Ripley are barring the door against an approaching mob of cultists, while a strange Inuit felon huddles in the darkness between two young women, the nurse Gertrude Cornelius and the wealthy young investor, 
Charity Flanagan. A few feet from them stands a man clutching a rifle and peering into the shadows of the storeroom. He is known only as Gunther, and his mysterious past is bursting with tragedy and guilt. He claims to be a big game hunter, but what actually brings him to the ill-fated town of Radiance? Let us find out now. I only go by Gunther, and I'm played by Dave. I am in my 20s, as far as anyone can tell, and my occupation is big game hunter. I wasn't always a big game hunter, though. During the war, I was recruited by an organization that I am not legally allowed to mention by name, and I spent most of my time in 1916 and 1917 behind enemy lines, blending in and feeding information back to the Allies. In the late fall of 1917, I was tasked with hunting down a double agent and terminating my target. I spent nearly the entire winter that year hunting down Herr Cornelius, but when I finally drove my bayonet between his ribs, he sputtered and used his dying words to confess that he had been blackmailed by the Krauts. His teenage daughter, Gertrude, was being followed, and if he didn't play ball and sell Britain's secrets to the Germans, she would be killed. Then and there, as his body cooled on that frigid Munich snowbank, I pledged my life to protecting the daughter of the man I'd just murdered, and though I had only been following orders, my conscience started screaming and it hasn't let up since. For the rest of the war, I made it my mission to kill as many enemy soldiers as I could find, but apparently, God doesn't grant death wishes to those who are damned. As soon as I heard that the war might end, I faked my own death, grew a large mustache, and made my way to Edmonton, Canada. I found the spy living across the street from the Cornelius family, and snuffed him out in the dead of night, taking up residence in his suddenly available apartment, and watching out for the dead man's family. It was I who coerced the Dean of Admissions to allow young Gertrude into nursing school, and it was I who encouraged her ex-boyfriend to skip town after he got too handsy with her. In good times, I like to think of myself as her guardian angel, but in my heart, I know I am merely repenting for the sins I have committed. Now, adjusting poorly to civilian life and suffering from urban fatigue, I feel great responsibility for this young girl who is moving north to try her hand at nursing. My plan is to stay on the outskirts of whatever tiny little village she ends up in and watch from afar, and while she can never know who I am or what I have done, I will always be alert for any danger in her surroundings, and I will die if it means protecting her from the madness of this cruel world. My main two statistics are dexterity and education. My worst two are intelligence and appearance. My luck is average, and my sanity started around 60. I have 14 hit points, and I am secretly fairly wealthy. The investigator skills that I am most proficient with are spot hidden, stealth, firearms, rifle shotgun, firearms, handgun, survival, and listen. I play my cards close to my chest, but my training ensures that I am ready to make snap decisions and be a leader, follower, or lone wolf, depending on what the circumstances call for. Until I need to step up though, I'll just be here quietly, sipping my whiskey, and watching these shifty strangers around me. As Gunther stands behind the others, a series of wet thumps gets his attention, and he watches in horror as a quivering mass of flesh and eyes and mouths drags itself into view by a long, wet pseudopod. Hold your breath and listen close. 
as another wretched horror crawls out of the shadows of this tale of terror that I call The Deep Dark of Radiance. And you are standing with your backs turned to the main body of the post office when you hear this sickening, wet thump. And as you turn, you see this being of eyes and mouths with its... How big are we talking? Take, like, the torso of a cow, remove its legs, and uh, make its head this sickening pseudopod covered in eyes and mouths, reaching up over the counter and pulling itself towards you. Cool. And it is... Cool. Whispering. What's whispering? Um, roll a sanity check. All of us? Everybody. Ah. Oh, yeah. Sanity? Fucking crazy. Man. Oh, no, that's bad. Uh, yeah. No, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Mm-hmm. 86. 86. Yeah. All right. Take three points of sanity damage. Mm-hmm. Is there no intelligence roll on this one? Uh, if you take five or more, you take the intelligence okay. roll. I have also failed. Also three sanity damage. All right. Rip and gun or rip and gun? Yep. So what are you doing? I mean, just flashlight. Let's see what... Yeah, let's just... This thing's got a shit ton of eyes. Let's fucking blind it. Yep. I mean, dynamite seems to be working out. Let's just put a pin in that for a minute. While they screw around with this thing, I want to go try to use the radio. We, you don't think we're going to need your guns, gun? <laughs> You're just going to casually ignore this thing and leave? You are four capable adults. Hi, uh, we are. Hi. Sorry. Oh, right. I I am Wash. <laughs> Hello, my name is Wash. See? Even better. I am not capable. Of I have my pen knife. Hey. Aww, he hasn't Wash. proven himself yet. What have you got? I have not needed to. A pen knife? Yes. Hey, what do you want me to do? I just got released from jail. Uh, why were you in jail? Shall we not consider this? <laughs> I'm going to give you the pickaxe. I'm going to toss it to Wash. Not the new pickaxe that I picked up, but, but the other one. Wash catches it in one hand. Yeah, there we go. brings it down. Yes. Uh, all right, let's do this. I'm going to blind him. The pseudopod retreats and sucks back into the body. And as you are shining the light, it's kind of shivering and shaking. But it is still slowly making its way towards you. Gun, you turn to test the door and it is locked. Only we had a locksmith or a gun. I'm going to kick it open. Okay. No, I'm going to spot inside first to make sure that I actually do want to kick it open. Um, I rolled a 90, but I have 90 to spot, so pass. You look inside, and you see that the doors are actually chained on the inside and locked. And as you shake them, you see movement underneath one of the desks in the back near this large machine and and, uh, radio uh, console there. And poking their head out, you see a young man uh, in his early 20s covered in soot and and, uh, black dirt. His eyes are bright, and he pops his head up sees you shaking the door uh, and 
hides again underneath the desk. Okay, we're going to put that on hold. Fair enough. You checking the door was your turn in this combat, Martin. Uh, combat? Yeah, your turn. What do you mean, combat? Oh, shit. You don't have, like, guns and stuff? Well, I haven't been working it. Oh, fuck it. No, I'll shoot it three times. What else am I going to do? Shoot with an elephant gun? Oh, shit. Megan, you can I rest this elephant gun on your shoulder real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Can you just drop down to one knee? Let me just... Yeah, look, you're, you're going to go down one knee. I can't hear you. you. I'll put the other one across and I'll fire. Okay, I'm going to fire this elephant gun. Uh, I don't know how much damage it's going to do. This will end well. Uh, I think it does 4d6 plus... Two. Good. Well, I just got a hard pass. All right. Uh, constitution saving throw, uh, Miss Megan. As you are directly next to this gun going off with it resting on your shoulder. Ooh, that's, that's not, good. You're that's right. good. Yeah. Right. yeah that's, I'm plugging that's the, the ear. That's, I'm that's plugging pass. other ear. I'm sorry, it's 3d6 plus 4. Okay. This large bore uh, projectile drives into this mass of flesh and eyes and mouths, and you hear it drive into the floor behind it. Ricochet off the concrete and disappear somewhere into the warehouse. Um, this mass in front of you, like a balloon, deflates a little bit mm. um, and, and sinks in upon itself. You see thick black ichor splurt out and kind of just start spraying across the room on both ends as this thing is slowly deflating. It is still moving its way slowly towards you, getting louder and louder as it proceeds towards you. Um, and then, that is your turn. I can't. There's no. I can't do any movement or anything like that. Oh, uh, what would you like to do? Can I just uh, pull Megan back to the trigger and I'll just drop down to one knee in front, and then Gertie is at the butt. Oh, uh, sure. It, it is a double barrel elephant gun, and you did do a hard success, so you might be able to get a second shot here. No uses per round. One or two. <laughs> Motherfucker. You seeing this? You're doing really well, dear. Thank you, Megan. Uh, that was an extreme. <laughs> love and wow. life. Just love and life. You let go the second shot, realizing that there is two barrels that you could fire. And again, there is a ricochet sound behind it as the bullet ricochets off something and heads off into the warehouse somewhere. You hear another sound of like uh, something shattering and breaking and falling somewhere in the back room. As this beast fully deflates and... Um, this thick black puddle of goop just starts splurting out of it as it slowly deflates into a little stone shape about the size of a ostrich egg. Is it still like alive? No, it's it's like a stone. Does this look familiar to me? Can can we throw it at the cultist? I mean, it's a little stone thing. You could throw it like a little stone thing. Well, well let's just leave where it is and let's... Guys, well, I saw a guy in here. Well, Wash warned me about these, so is this what that thing was that we saw back in the... Wash looks over and goes, Yes, I do not recommend touching that. What happens if we touch it? Do you want to go irrevocably mad? So what should we do with the stone thing? Um, leave this. Smash it. We need to yeah. get out of here. And he points behind him as another one of these large monstrous creatures is starting to make his way through the crowd of cultists, these this like seven and a half foot tall thing with a iron chunk of rail. Uh, Those one of the big track. bipeds. Yeah, not another one of these amorphous blocks. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. The, the big bipeds is slowly making his way forward. Oh, fuck you know. 
Well, I don't have any more shots of my uh, elephant gun, but I did kill it in one round, so... We have enough people for a small choir, right? Like, we can sing? Yeah, we can. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Can I teach them with the words? Uh, we have a radio tower. Fuck this. I'm just going to get a bullhorn. We can sing the song, but I don't know how it goes. I'm going to knock on the, the window. Uh, excuse me, please, let us in. <laughs> Go away! Let, please let us in. Go away! I'm trying to help you. We got rid of this thing out here. I'm going to you pick the lock. Them, and he's pointing towards the window. You just see this hand stick up from the desk. I'm going to pick the lock. Oh, Look, you can either let us in easily, or we can break our way in, and then you won't have a way to keep this secure. Why? Roll persuasion, Charity. <laughs> I think so. Uh, well, you can burn two, two luck, make it work. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. All right. Uh, what, have we decided what we're doing? Or we just leave, we probably just leave this room alone, I think. Uh, no, we need to get in there. Gotta send an SOS. All right, right. so right. I kind of like go over to the window and I'm like waving like, Hi, can you please open the door? We Let's really need just, to get in there. Um, this, this guy stands up and goes, uh, Yeah, yeah oh, okay, okay. And he runs over. And uh, Dan, I feel I should tell you something before you finish this sentence. What? I attempted to pick the lock and I failed. And so I pushed the roll and failed again. Quite badly. Okay. I didn't see how there would be a consequence. Well, there to was that. no lock to pick because it was chained and padlocked on the other side. No, okay. there's still a lock on this side. Okay. So he ran it up. You guys hear a click as he unlocks the door that was locked with the actual locks, and then you see him struggle with the padlock for more and pull this off and swing the door open. You back up quickly to avoid getting hit by That's the door. I'm gonna walk right up to this drip big machine. This is my bread and butter. Uh, and he stands there and goes. I don't know how to work this thing. Uh, come, come in. Um, and I do. As he does, uh, you recognize this is a, this is a miner. This is someone who works in literal charcoal. Dan means coal. Yeah. You don't yeah, mean charcoal. Sorry, sorry, no, yeah, coal. Coal miner. Um, I'm going to march right up and start flipping switches and make sure this thing's working. Okay, roll an electrical uh, electric repair. Uh, I fail at first. You fail? Okay. You start flipping switches and whatnot, uh, just trying to get the thing to boot up, and you are unable to uh, get the current running through. There's uh, no signs of life in this machine whatsoever. And and as you're flicking switches and whatnot, the, the kid... Uh, can we get in and close the door? Because he looks over, and there's like a little sliver of window visible, and the big guy is starting to make his way past the crowd and walk up to the front door. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get in. Yeah, um, got in. Let me offer something to help barricade this. Can I try to follow the wires and figure out what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Yeah, roll another one. Um, Do I get advantage on this because I would have been a, I was a tank engineer and shit? Uh, the, the, that is reflecting, uh, reflective of the skill you have. This is in electrical engineering. This is not um, that. No, you're not going to get advantage on this. Fine, oh. then I guess I'm just going to have to have a hard success. You you find the large like twisting plug that has been removed from the wall and cut. Uh, you quickly and uh, with great skill re-splice everything in uh, using the edge of uh, your hunter's knife as a kind of a screwdriver to pop the housing off and screw it back in. Uh, with these exposed wires, uh, as you hastily put this thing back together, you plug it in and the machine comes to life. Um, there's 
bright, uh, like a series of bright lights and switches that all pop up. Uh, you you see the switchboard, which is a literal like wire switchboard, to figure out where this is right. all going. As I'm back here, I'm like, somebody find the directory. There should be a book. I will spot. I will also look for the book. I am successful. I will stop. Good You're looking for a book. You are fixing the thing. What is Charity planning and doing? Um, I'll watch the door. I guess I'm by the door trying to like lock it and figure out how to keep whatever is out there. Okay. Um, Wash is going to walk up next to you and help you out. Mm -hmm. And is like pulling things. He's like, he walks over and grabs that hand cart and jams it underneath the bars for the front door. um, And like wheels out so that they won't affect and like tries to wedge it as close well, we, as he we can. We still have that chain and lock too, right? We'll yeah. Put that back on. Yeah. Um, Charity flips the chain and lock back on the front doors, um, getting those all uh, squared away. What is Gertie? Well, since we have like a moment of panic carry downtime, um, would I be able to use a first aid kit? On yes. Kid? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it is first aid, so it's a hard pass. How many hit points do I get? Uh, you get a D3. So get two hit points. Thank you, Megan. As I'm doing, like, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. The sorry, sorry, kid sorry. is going to walk over to you and just, like, follow your hands and, uh... How old is this kid? What's going on? He's, like, 22. Well, what's your name, kid? Um, uh, 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 Peter. Uh, Talk to me Peter. about a handsome yeah. <laughs> Peter what? Uh, P- Peter, Peter Murphy. Rough blue color. I'm Rip. Hi, hi, uh, are we leaving? Why are we... What are you doing? Are you calling for help? We're going to send a message out. And we're gonna get the fuck out. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I there's any kind of points to the back of this large radio room, and there's there's a, a booth as well there for uh, actual like broadcasts and whatnot. <coughs> there's the telegraph booth, and then there's the radio booth. Um, and he goes behind there, and he points, and inside the booth there's another door leading out. He goes, I think that leads out. Um, I haven't wanted to go in there because that big mouth thing was out there. All right, thanks. You find the directory <coughs> and bring it on over, and there are hundreds of contacts in here. Who are you calling? Canadian forces. Is there any British forces around? Uh, yeah. Actually, 1922, it's the same thing. Oh, there we go. See, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, uh, you flip through the pages real quick, um, and as you're flipping through, trying to find the, the, the section for the Canadian Armed Forces base um, in the area, which is uh, Fort London. Uh, you hear a resulting slam on the door and the sound of splintering wood, and this chanting outside gets more fervent and more uh, energetic. Um, and you finally you find the uh, directory for the Canadian Armed Forces, and you and Peter and uh, Rip, Gun and Peter and Rip, put start rerouting the wires as they need be, uh, and you assume you have a connection. Hey, Peter. Y- yeah. Were you on the train? Uh, yeah. You're the coal shoveler guy, right? One, one of them, yeah. One of them? Was there more? Oh, there were five of us. Where are the rest of them? Uh, I don't know. Were they on the train last you saw? Two of them were. And they were the ones driving the train away from here? Yeah. If we got to the train, could you make it run? Maybe. Excellent. We need to keep him alive, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Okay. All right. Peter? How old are you, Peter? I'm, I'm 22. Okay, Peter, this is Gertie. She's 22-year-old nurse. So, I'm sure I can trust you to be a gentleman and only keep your hands... Yeah, and as he smiles, you notice that he's that we... missing, like, a tooth and the rest of his teeth are just black. Okay. Oh. 
Wow. I, I'm sitting there trying to drown these motherfuckers out. <laughs> and you send off a message. It takes you a moment. So what are the rest of you doing? Wait, what happened on that train? Why did it stop? Uh, we we stopped for the for the uh, for the getting off of supplies and 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 resupplying ourselves and like moving mail and stuff like that. We were on our way to Anakpur Pass and and uh, the the laborers started gutting people on the deck. Uh, they got they got the conductor first. The, the the young one, the the youngest laborer. He he was. I mean, they're they're big guys, but. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be quite able to rip the arms off of the conductor like that. And then the bigger one, the the older one, uh, charged into the car, and any of the families that were kind of uh, going s- s- uh, a little slower were, well, they didn't make it out. <clears throat> that whole train could be full of infected people. Uh, well, the the yeah, I guess I I, I don't know. Um, I, I was off. I was helping offload some of the crates when it just started going. And I, I tried to hop on. I tried to catch up. I tried to help out. I mean, one of the other uh, guys over there, he's my brother, Anthony. Nobody cares. Get to the point. Um, they 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 went and, and uh, there was... They disappeared over the hill. I, I don't know how far they made it. I, I know. I know they... There was one of the laborers was on the train when they left, so I, I don't know how that went for them. I have a question. Yeah? Um, what, what did you name, Peter? Do you have those carts where you can... We eat, we eat, we eat. We can get down the track. What are those carts called? Wait, it's like a seesaw? It's a train cart. Yeah. Tr- train cart. Oh, train a train cart. cart. Yeah, okay. But it's just a manual one? No, no they don't have that here. Maybe the repair people don't have those so they can get down the track quickly? I, well, they sure, but they don't have one here. What, do we have any other modes of transportation around here? Uh, Not good oh, there dogs. was a guy that got off with a bunch of dogs when we first pulled in. <laughs> maybe he's yeah. maybe he's around. No, no, saw him. R.I.P. Winky. I'm done. By the way, uh, you pull the uh, headphones off and you wrap them around your ears and I'll grab a sheet of paper with, with a uh, stylus and you start writing back the response you're getting from Do you want to know what I said? Yeah. Because actually, while everyone was doing this, I was literally writing out the thing. Trapped in radiance. Stop. <laughs> Require immediate evacuation. Stop. Citizens murdering each other. Stop. Password is chain flail. Stop. Fire will subdue rioters. Stop. Okay. Um, you wait a minute. Um, while this discussion is happening. And then uh, you start hearing response back. Forces en route. ETA. Two days. Fuck. Oh my god. Forces en route. Is there a clock or something in here? I can tell what time it is. Uh, yeah, you, you look up. Uh, you are probably sitting at around noon. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it goes uh, ETA, uh, two days. Meet us at the uh, train stop. I'm going to respond, who was us? Corporal Bernard Chambers, Canadian military. I'm going to send out a thank you. You guys are sitting there, and you're, and you're sitting on the final message. What does? What are the rest of you doing? Uh, we're just standing guard. I'm just covering charity while she was uh, I guess she's done that, maybe. There is the, like, occasional slamming against the front door. Well... 
<laughs> as this thing is I'm trying to gonna, break its way. Uh, investigate the room for anything else that may be of interest to what we're trying to achieve. Does this here. tower have a PA or some kind of like a broadcasting? You'd have to check the radio booth and see if maybe there's no. some sort of broadcasting. Okay. Is there a way to get onto the roof? No. Yeah, I rolled a 90. It's a 90. Is there a way to get up on the roof? Yeah. Uh, there's a way to get up on the tower, yeah. Probably from the, the bigger recording booth. Like the radio booth, which is slightly bigger than the telegraph. Did you guys find one? Uh, you are going... You, you don't find a uh, like a portable bullhorn. But you do find uh, the controls for the actual radio system. And you, uh, upon running in, did notice that there are speakers on the base of the tower itself. Hey guys, check this out. Has to work somehow. All right. <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna go over there. Nobody else can do the mechanic stuff, so I'm gonna run over. Okay. What, what am I looking at? Electrical repair to determine what's going on with this thing. <laughs> oh yo, that is a hard success. Yes. Okay. Uh, as you are, uh, you you go to click the air button, right? There, you, there's clearly uh, current running through this. It, it's clearly live. Uh, you go to click the on-air button, and nothing happens. Uh, you you make a couple changes and dials and click it again, and nothing happens. And, and this is bothering you. So you get down, and there's this large compartment underneath this desk where you could open it up, and there's the guts of the machine are underneath. And you open it up, and you see the inside has been ravaged. There is wires that have been pulled. There's components missing. And it takes you about 30 seconds to realize that other than the wired connections, which if you just had some wires, you could probably jerry-rig something to work, but you're missing a key capacitor uh, on the inside of, of the machine. And to get this thing up and running, to get it working, you would have to get this capacitor and replace it. Where else would it be a capacitor in town? Where would I know? At the fucking laboratory. That's my first thought. Yeah. Town hall? Uh, town hall wouldn't have had one. Is there a map? What else do we have going on there, guys? What would I? Um, we got uh, some dry goods place, uh, the rail yard, where Wolfjaw Inn and Bar, courthouse, milling and machining, mm. kennels, the laundry place, a couple of storehouses. Nothing really, eh? Uh, the machine place and the laundromat might have something that you could jerry rig. All right. Um, and I would need time doing it. Shit. Okay. Uh, we need to be not here and I can fill you guys in on the problems. Uh, so... Because they're still banging and we need to move. <laughs> um, is there... Okay, how are we going to get out of here? If there's a way out the back, we could potentially go to that residential area behind us here. Yeah, we could, huh? Can we see the residential, like, house behind us? Is there, like, a window? The residential house behind you? Yeah. There's how far? Out, like, could we jump in? Uh, yeah, you could actually, there's, there's a small, uh, like, uh, park almost with, like, park benches and whatnot that mm -hmm. is between you. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's been any foot traffic there at all. Uh, and then you see this small, it's, it's, uh, fairly, it's like a duplex size thing. Like, it, it's a very small apartment building of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see, uh, like, a typical four-pane glass window on this side of the building. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we could potentially run over there and hopefully sneakily and bunker down there for a little while. We just shouldn't be here. Are, are yeah. we leaving? Yeah, and I'm going to, like, reach underneath the broadcast thing as well. Yeah. 
and I'm going to unplug a couple of things so all it all goes dead. But I said to take a all right, that's what I did. So I can get it back up, but no one will be able to tell that we were in here. Okay. Cool. Smart. Okay, you guys take off out of the back. And as you do, um, as you're kind of unplugging things, you notice that the pounding has stopped. I don't know why everyone's looking at me. (laughs) No, we gotta keep you alive. Finally, we gotta keep you alive. Hi. We gotta keep you alive. Hi. We gotta keep you alive. Hey, watch, when we found you in the jail, what was it you were carving? Um... Uh, he he, <laughs> kind of smiles and says, uh, "Cherokee god of uh, protection. Just an idol of protection. My mother taught me how to carve." The hell is a Cherokee doing all the way up here in the Yukon? Um, I was here looking for gold. Were you on a train? I was on a train, the one before the one that came to town last. Why were you arrested? They didn't much like the color of my skin or my nature. He uh, smiles and goes, I am uh, two soul as well. And they were not a big fan of You are what? What's this? Two soul. What's two this? Soul. You have two souls? No, no. I, I, my body has two souls that we are pregnant. in love. No, no. There, there's a female and a male soul inside of me. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a pin in that. I don't know how to deal with this in 1922. <laughs> All right. Uh. Still don't understand, but that's okay. Gun. Yes, gun. One of us <laughs> is going to be the expendable one. We have expendable skills. Ah, actually, rather adept at lock picking, though. So. <laughs> Wait, we have to leave one person behind. No, I'm just oh. saying the person has to go out and find out why the banging stopped. Oh, I'm not doing that. Probably going to be you. Well, you're the shot. You're the person who can shoot the gun, so you got to stay here. Well, it was just the front door. Can't we just peek and look? Well, we send someone else to have a look, see what's going on. I'll take a peek. You go detect. No, you detect. got to stay alive. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm feeling all right. Okay, I'll peek. go and detect. It's important you stay alive. I'll go check the door. Okay. Uh, you go and look at the door, and uh, you see a singular old man. He's sitting there with a black... Uh, cloak and gown, and it is his hood is down on his shoulders. Uh, and this mask you see, uh, kind of resting on his hip, and his face is uh, worn and uh, pulled thin. And he is probably in his late 60s, uh, early 70s, and he is sitting there and he's got a uh, curved dagger and he's just holding it against his chest. And he is standing at the door, and when he sees you move to the front, he goes, Ah, uh, we would like to discuss with you. Aye, they would uh, like to discuss with us. All of the other cultists are gone. He is there, and he is alone. Don't fucking move. This sounds like uh, you and our wash friend should go figure out what's going on. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. You're not threatening. Go talk to him. I will, I will get your back. <laughs> uh, can I borrow your rifle? Fuck no. I I am a good shot. And I will return it. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Sure you are. Give me a gun. No. All right, uh, Here, take miss, this one. Miss take Mr. Gunther. Don't do it, Gun. Don't do it. Mm, no. I'm protecting Miss Flanagan. Wait a minute. Cut off your ear. <laughs> Pardon? If you want a gun, cut off your ear. Yeah, take my bayonet. <laughs> you can have my bayonet. 
How come his ears are fully intact? Because I'm smart. <laughs> I am smart as well. I will not cut off my ear. Oh, yeah, You're not good. helping. Shut up. There. <laughs> there. He's, he is smart. All right. Cut off your ear. Uh, well, all this is going on, I kind of want to like look out other windows and see what's going on in the back. Make sure they haven't like come around us or surrounded us. Or yeah, okay, yeah. roll a spot hidden. Mm. All right. Well, I will just use my. Somebody pickaxe. give him a gun. <laughs> give him a gun. Uh, I'll give him the 357 revolver, but he's only getting two rounds. Hmm. That will have to do. Thank you, Sir Gun. And I only have two rounds left in my rifle. Two Is rounds. Is that the same, uh, the same revolver you have? The 357? The Magnum, yeah. Alright, I'll give you the other two rounds. Uh, Miss Charity, shall mm. we make our way? Yeah. Let's go. Uh, my spot was oh passed. Okay. Uh, you don't see hide nor hair of any... You don't even see the crows above. You just see the aurora moving, and it is blue and green. I'm going to try to sneak my way to the back warehouse area while all this shit is going on and take a look around. See if maybe there's a capacitor back here. Okay. Uh, How far... Sorry. Roll a stealth as you sneak by. Uh, Miss Cherry. How far okay. away is the cult, dude? Uh, he's standing, like, on the street, so he's 20 feet away. Success. Okay. Yay. Deal with you in a minute. Alright, so we have to go out the door and then, like, outside? You can talk to him through the door, probably. Alright. Can he come I'm to us? Hmm? He can't he come to us? Persuade him. Mm-hmm. Use your charm. Alright. 32. That is... Oh, yeah. Like, extreme. That's a hard pass, isn't it? 32. Persuade? Yeah. yeah. You would like me to come closer? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, now I'm not sure. <laughs> He he. <laughs> Everybody, train your guns on him. He he uh, takes a single stride forward. <laughs> All I would like to do is discuss. And we can discuss right through this this door. That is perfectly fine as long as we have a discord. Okay. My name is Councilman Raymond Sullivan. Uh, me and the other elders of the of the town would like to thank you for helping us get the process of the Deep Dark started. Um, We would like to offer you a privileged position amongst our ranks in the days to come. I assume you, young miss, speak for all of your group of pyromaniacs and explosions experts who are throwing dynamite across our town like it is rice at a wedding? Uh, yeah, right now I do. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, the big one. Uh, with the mustache. Uh, does he still have his amulet? (laughs) Why? Um, that is a prized possession amongst our group, and uh, I would very much like to have it back. No. He does not have it. That is unfortunate. We will receive it again in in the days to come, assuredly. Mm. Um, the, uh, the nurse, is she still with you? Why? Call it a professional curiosity. (laughs) We have many in our group who have need of a nurse since our doctor accidentally grew. Yeah, she's she's here, but I don't think she's going to want to help you. We can offer fantastic compensation, of course, and 
her training would be vastly appreciated. That's nice and all, but we don't we don't really know who you are. And I told you I'm a councilman. Yeah, but you could be anybody. I mean, like <laughs> you could be anybody, you know. So you're 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 not wrong. I'm just a humble councilman trying to run my town right and prepare for the coming days. Yeah, and why did all the monsters leave when you showed Oh, up? I asked the, the people to leave. Oh, oh, you asked the people to yes, leave. Yes, yes. It, it seemed that as they were uh, here singing our song to you and welcoming you into our town, you kept running away from us. You were searching through the back of the room. <laughs> yep. Rip. Um, you see destruction. Some large caliber bullet has torn through this uh, place in two different locations. <sighs> right through my caliber. You find a box of mechanical supplies. Um, did I shoot you? Yeah. Uh, that has been destroyed by a box, by a large bore bullet. Hey, I'm None of the up. components are inside are a uh, capacitor. So, his bullet did destroy some uh, mechanical supplies, but nothing that you needed. Alright. All right. Can I do a spot hidden to see what else I find in here? Um, this is various foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. Use that a bunch. Um, yeah, but we left all our foodstuffs back with uh, Esther and Alex, right? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna load up on it. Uh, young miss. Young miss. Mm-hmm. Do you have the deputy with you? The deputy? Yes, deputy Booker. Who's that? No, I don't even know who that is. Uh, she would be an elderly woman with one finger. Missing. No. Don't know who that is. Oh, she must be hiding in the other building with the rest of them. Okay. We will, uh, we will investigate. How, how about... Which other building? Which other building? What, uh, what other building? What building are you talking about? Roll a persuade. Or charm. Persuade. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) persuade. And persuade? Mm. Is that a success? Oh, yeah. Uh... He, he laughs and says, uh, oh, the, the kennels. Uh, it seems that um, several other people who are resistant to the lure of our Dark Lord is uh, are bunkered up there and causing no end of trouble for us as well. They are actually where I've sent all of my fellow townsfolk. Uh, they'll route them out soon enough, and uh, we will be able to have a few more of our number short, shortly after that. Oh, Okay, give me one second. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get out of here. Um, what would you like to do? What is he holding? Uh, he's got a large dagger that is just curved. And he's just holding it against his chest. Hey, and he's kind of just you know doing this. Hmm? Watch, do you know this guy? Uh, no, I don't. Uh... However, I did hear the sheriff say his father ran the town back when they originally arrested me. Miss, miss, young miss, uh, one last question for you. Um, do you have the attorney? Yeah. Oh. Are you Darren? Could you kindly inform him that uh, he should return my daughter before I rip his intestines out through his nose and hang him from them. And at this point, Mieka, he is going to move the dagger. And as he moves the dagger, he's going to start spinning it in his hand. Oh, shit. In this hypnotic pattern. And I would like for you to roll a power check, please. 
Oh god damn. Oh my. Oh my god. Did you put any points into power? <laughs> you can push. And if you fail, you'll, you know, luck is always a oh, thing. Definitely. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's successful. That's, hard. that's a hard pass. Yep. You feel yourself compelled to move forward. In fact, you grab the handle of the door and you open it a little bit and you feel a hand hit your shoulder and you come back into realization as uh, something he was doing was drawing you forward and you are now back in control of your body. When he sees the door close again, he hisses and goes, All right. I fired so three shots at him. You're firing three shots at him? Yeah, I, I wasn't going to do it. I was going to no. hold back, but now, yeah. Uh, one hard pass, one regular pass. Okay, uh, because you're doing the burst shot, the regular pass is a miss. That's right, yeah. So one success. The hard, the hard pass is a success. Roll four damage. This is the magnum? The magnum, yeah. Oh, eight plus three, 11. 11 points of damage. You catch him in the shoulder as he hisses and uh, his cloak spins around and he lands in a, um, a pile on the ground. As he lands, you see his cloak flutter out, and it turns into one of these ravens and takes off into the sky. Who is looking outside at this moment? Well, definitely me. I'm I looking guess. out the other end, though, like towards the other house. Okay. Other I guess am I still standing? Yeah. Yeah. Stand so uh, sanity checks. Wash is there too. Charity and. Um... Yep. Twenty-one. Uh, sanity check for me as well. Oh, sorry. Time. 21, you're good? Mm-hmm, I'm good. Okay. Oh, 15. Wash hits the ground and starts screaming at the top of his lungs. He's grabbing onto his head and howling um, as this... The vision of this man turning into a raven and flying away has caused him... Um, some deep hysterics. Uh, he is losing his mind. Um, I'll, for hearing this, probably because I hear him screaming, right? Yeah. I'll turn and run and, like, dive down beside him and try and calm him. Okay. Roll a charm. I don't calm him. Alright. Well, at least I gave I want to come in and help. I'm going to come in and help. Oh yeah, eighteen. Oh, Charity kneels down and and uh, tries to connect as much as she can with this large Cherokee man, and uh, you manage to get him to calm down. And after a moment, he is just quiet. He thanks you, and that's the only thing he says as he stands back up and he is openly weeping. No. Um, we should leave now. Yep, I totally agree. Where are we going, guys? I feel like the kennels is probably... It's on the other side of town. Where we need to fight our way into next with dynamite. Yeah. So what did he say was in the kennels? I don't think... I... Other survivors. Other survivors? Yeah, that are... But there's somebody on their way right now to... He said he them. sent them there. Yeah. So we gotta go... Wow. Um, we can go around the south edge of town. <clears throat> Maybe. Underneath the London Gate residences. Yeah. Underneath the London Gate residences. And then maybe up. What's that street? Right? I'm assuming the Oblate of Mary Immaculate is a church. Church street. Yes. 
Why don't we go up and then we go up Church Street? Or they... Unless you want to go all the way around the back. Yes, gun. Could they maybe not be able to step on sacred ground? Are we dealing with something like that? I don't know, guys. We're not very into this occult thing. Remember, you also have uh, Alex and Esther who are waiting on you guys to come back. But they've got enough food and supplies. They're safe until a train comes in two days with the army. Nobody knows a train's coming in two days. I haven't told anyone yet. I was waiting to get away from here and then tell everybody what I know. I say we go around the south end of town and up to the kennels. And then worst case scenario, if shit goes awry, we can hide out in the residences. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my vote. I'm not gonna come back. I don't want to be here. Can we just leave? I'm gonna come back and realize that there's no immediate threat. Is that right? Are we good? Currently. Well, we just we gotta get to the kennels quickly. Why? What's at the kennels? Oh, survivors, and they're on their way now. The baddies. Oh, uh, all right. We also need to uh, get a capacitor. Yeah, we do. Need I need a capacitor pretty badly. And wherever we go, we gotta hold up for two days till the army gets here. I don't know if the kennels is the smart choice if they... Unless we can do something to draw them back away from the kennels. You would note, Rip, you would also note that there is no longer a large crowd outside. You are across the street from the tavern. Uh, let's go into the inn. Let's load the fuck up on Molotov cocktails and food and everything. Let's okay. go. Also, let's take a fucking glass of wine. I, I don't want to be that guy, but the kennel sounds like I got everybody distracted. Now is a good opportunity to do our shit. Wait, I agree. That's true. I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't write it down. Where did you say that the capacitors might be? Uh, there is the Watson Milling and Machining. Yeah. Um, there is also the Leaf on Hung Laundry. Okay. Which is on this end of town. Is that Main Street? Alright, well, I like the idea of going to the inn really quick, hit the laundry, and then the kennels. If we're really fast. Kennels last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should prep if we're going there. Yeah. So, really don't you said tavern first? Yeah. 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 yeah, sorry, I keep saying tavern. In. Alright, so on the count of three. Sure. Mm-hmm. I got two shots left in this bad boy, and I'm not ma- not afraid to bust it. Is that all you got left? Yeah. Oh wow. I have one shotgun shell for my shotgun. Yeah. I've got like fifteen pistol rounds and twenty. <laughs> Magnum seconds. rounds? No. But you do you have a pistol? Yeah, I do. Let's uh let's get through this. Oh, you know what? What the hell? Here, fine. Yes. What kind of gun? Do you have a model P08 Luger? Do you have any ammo for my dirt? Fifteen rounds. No. Oh man. I think I'm down to my infield. And you give me one 15 round good. Yeah. Alright. To the inn! You guys book it across the street. Uh, I'm gonna you, lock the door behind us. Okay. Turn it closed when we have to. You see a large mass of people standing down King George Boulevard. Um, they are slowly making their way down, and faintly you hear this chant. Um, you see the swirling... Uh, the buildings are now covered in crows that have come to roost and land. Um, but there's still several swirling up above, keeping general watch. And this calm that seemed to be around this this elderman 
has lifted. The skies are back to being purple and red. And, and casting this eerie light across this uh, area. You guys book it across the street uh, into the tavern. Um, you The doors to the tavern, one of them kind of, kind of sitting a little cockeyed, and they're open, and they open easily. You, go, you walk inside, and other than general signs of a fight, like tables tipped over and broken, chairs kind of shattered and, and left us astray, they're doesn't seem to be any gore like like there there's no dead body sitting in the middle of the room uh as you guys walk in what would you like to do there's a large stairwell that heads up to your rooms uh right there at the front door area a small desk where they kept uh kind of tally of every everyone that came in that's like the front desk and then there's a large bar off to the right oh sorry off to the left Molotovs. Okay, I can work on making Molotovs while you guys do whatever you want. I can look around. I want to do a spot hidden. I'm looking for anything that is a little fishy. I'm just kind of really uh, stuck in the area. Roll a listen. Oh. Extreme success. You are walking along, and and as you get up behind the bar, and you're, you're keeping an eye out as well, um, and the detective is with you, um, you start reaching up, and there are glass balls. There's, there's not a bunch. A lot have fallen. There's shards of glass on the ground by you, and the ground is soaked with liquor. But there's a couple bottles of uh, the harder alcohols at the top shelf. And as Martin is trying to reach up and, like, nudges you to maybe reach the one that's for him, because he's a short little Frenchman, um, yeah. uh, you reach up to grab one of these bars, and um, you hear a cough. <laughs> you pull your hand back. From which direction? below you. I'm immediately going to stop and I'm going to look at, at the detective and I'm going to put my finger over my lips and go, shh. There's someone below us. Like, we just came out of Prohibition, like Canadian Prohibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every one of these things is going to be have a speakeasy and a hidden area and shit. We need to find a basement. <sighs> Dan was here. He'd have some chalk. Um, Quick, go to the kitchen and get some flour. Oh, shit. Yeah, good point. I'll go to the kitchen and get some flour. Okay. I'm going to come back with the flour. Uh, you walk into the kitchen. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's as far as you get. It is actually as far as you get. I fight three shots. As uh, you you walk into the kitchen, the, the, the lights are low, um, and uh, you see a large shelf uh, like cooking surface area with a bunch of metal drawers and, and compartments. Um, you go to look inside of these things uh, for flour, and the first one you open up, I need you to roll a sanity save. This is why I don't listen to people. You weren't to know, Adam. What does that say, Megan? That's a 40. That's a 40. That's a success. That's going to be a success for me, right? I'm relatively sane. I am. Okay, you don't go insane as a um, black worm erupts out of the little compartment and directly latches onto your face. And it starts to crawl its way up to your oh, shit. eye. Oh my god. Shit. Um, uh, I'm going to take my bayonet and just slice it. Okay. Uh, roll a fighting brawl. <laughs> okay. No. You take your bayonet and you cut up along your face and you miss the worm entirely and gr- drag your bayonet across the flesh of your face from chin up across your eye and over your head. Use this to me. Call me. I'll help you. 
You're gonna take four points of damage. <laughs> I'm I, I'm running. Uh, you see uh, Martin on the ground, breathing heavily. He's got a large bleeding wound across his face and has his bayonet in his hand. Still from the buckshot, I just want you guys to know I am all kinds of fucked up now that I just took that damage. Can I do a spot hidden to see this worm? Yes. That is a six. No. There's no worm? You do not see a worm. What happened? Do I know what happened to the worm? Nope. You cut yourself in the face and that was kind of... Next thing you know, he's running in the room. I uh, slipped and fell into I'm so clumsy. Jesus, I'm going to try to do a first aid. Okay. Because I'm right here. Yeah. Oh, shit. I did it. Success. Cool. Get a hit point. Nice. He goes and bandages the side of your face. I really just just wad up some napkins and... We're gonna... looking for flour. We're looking, no, for, I'm looking flour. for flour. Can, can I? Can I assist? Uh, there's a bag of flour right there. Oh, right. fucking convenient! I don't yeah. know why I opened the cupboard. Will I lift the flour up from off top of the cupboard that I opened? Can we go back out? Yeah. Which I'm, we're just throwing it around, looking for a secret. Okay. Yeah. Doors. Yeah. You, you walk back to the area and you fan the dust out. I want uh, spot hiddens from both of you. What are the three of the other three, four, five? People in the group doing. Not running to help me. With someone else and look for useful items slash ammunition. Hard success. um, Hard success as well. Okay. um, We'll take care of you guys in a moment. Everyone else is heading upstairs uh, to look for stuff. I need spot hidden from everybody, please. Great. Success. I failed zero. Or no, I failed. Sorry. Uh, 45? Okay. Um, you make your way back up into your old room, and you are collecting kind of the last little remnants of some of the things that you left behind. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Um, so you can have the last little remnants of the stuff you left behind, but there's not going to be much else here, except you do notice that your stuff has been rifled through. Those bitches. There are two things missing from your possessions. Yeah. Um, your Bible has been taken, which you use for, like, reading last rites and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and your nurse's handbook. This has a lot of your base procedures and whatnot. It, it's a key book to your practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's now gone as well. Oh, good. Otherwise, the rest of your stuff is there. Just wondering why you didn't oh. have that handbook with, with you at all. Oh, it's, it's a book. No. Oh, it's like it's a like textbook. A... It's a textbook. <laughs> It was your textbook from your. It classes. would only it would only fit so much in my, yeah, my nurse's kit. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. It's charity. You make your way back up to your room, as well, and you look inside. It looks like a bomb has gone off in here. Someone has been rooting around trying to find something, anything, but cannot seem to find what they were looking for, and your room's just been destroyed. You can't see anything of value left in here. You brought all of your stuff with you in the four chests, right? So you, that's all you got. Yeah. Gun. You make your way over to the uh, end of the hall where there's another room, and you open it up, and inside is another room that looks like it's been torn to hell. Um, there's clothes kind of strewn everywhere, and, and they're um, thick, uh, warm... Uh, hunter's clothes that are kind of left around and this piques your interest you're like maybe there's luck here and you actually find a box of ammunition but it's empty you find the box for the ammunition okay the ammunition itself is gone 
Um, what kind of ammunition? This was uh, Magnum rounds. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you also find a uh, holster uh, that sits underneath an arm for the, with the wraparound and everything, um, as well as uh, a U.S. Marshal's badge. Well, I think I will take the U.S. Marshal badge. Now I have a sheriff badge and a marshal badge. You're just, I am the law. Uh, Peter and Wash are, uh, they are following the larger body of the group. They're keeping to themselves. Uh, Wash has not yet recovered from his psychotic episode, and Peter is timid. You guys are uh, downstairs, and you start waving the uh, flower around, and with your hard successes, you note that um, there is a section under the bar uh, that is covered with a mat where the, uh, the flower kind of seeps into the floor. You hear a sneeze from underneath. This fucking shit. Then you hear another person go, shh. All right. Okay. You rip it open. What? Do you want me to shoot them immediately? Or? No, wait to see if they're dangerous. Okay. If they're hiding, they may be survivors. Should we pretend that we are leaving? No. Okay. What did you do? Tiptoe back. You are literally bleeding all over the ground. <laughs> and I reach okay. down, like I like look up, pick up the uh, you mat, in and there is a round metal hoop there to grab to open this trapdoor. <laughs> One, two, three, go! And then, yeah. I, and then I, I, I pull it open as fast as I can. What's in there? As you look into this large, darkened room, there is a single candle lit in the far corner, and you see pointed up at the opening. Oh fuck! The, <laughs> the business end of a uh, shotgun. You hear? Well, you found us. Yeah. Uh, who's us? Uh, you recognize the voice as the bartender. Oh, uh, bar- what was the bartender's name? Leona. Leona. I'm just lighting my Molotov. Yeah, I'm like, uh, Leona? Yeah? I'm, I'm Rip. I'm the, I'm on the train. You the big fucker? Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we were the ones that came in with Winky. Dr. Le- Leonard. Oh, with Leonard. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, are you alone? Uh, it's me and the French detective, and we got a bunch more survivors upstairs. Oh, good. Uh, How many are down there? Uh, three. All right. Who, who are the other two? It, it, it's... Dusted myself up. It's me, uh, Christine, and uh, a guy named Darren. Da- Darren! Are you th- <laughs> Darren! Hey, are you Darren? He's unconscious right now. Oh, he's, he's taking a blow to the head. Hey, can you drop Sounds that gun? Like Darren. Hmm? Lower your gun. Uh, are you infected? No. No. That's what someone who's infected would say. Are you there, infected? There, look, I'll come down. You can see my not ear. Wait. You kind of see, and she peers around the edge, and... I am holding my Luga <laughs> to the face of Leona, to the side of her head. She uh, moves the shotgun, which is still in her hands, and she points it down towards your groin. <laughs> well. So, uh, how are we going to do this? She pulls the hammer back. Uh, so we were sent by Darren's wife to find him. And oh, we, Darren's married? Yeah. And son of a bitch. He's got a little girl. Oh, 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 wait, why did she say son of a bitch? This is tea. Of course, of course he's married. All the good ones are always married. <sighs> Put your guns down. I'm going to, like, 
climb down this ladder thing and like walk between the two of them, pushing their guns aside as I move further in. Like, Christine? And I'm looking at the other person that's in here. Uh, little, like, six-year-old girl. Oh, Christine. Hi. Hi. Uh, we know where there's another girl that's also young. A friend for you, maybe, but we got to stay super quiet. Okay. You got to be super cool with it. Okay. And... Have you seen my mom? Who's your mom? Uh, she, she's, she's a minor here. Oh. What's your mom's name? Uh, her, uh, uh, oh, April? April. Are you April? <laughs> now we're looking for April. <laughs> no, no, no I, I'm not. I, I, we haven't seen her. Um, but uh, but we'll. She ran her. away with the lady cop. Oh, with the lady cop. Gotcha. Um, All right. So we have a pretty good idea where they might be. But for now, we're gonna stay quiet. We're gonna get you to a friend. Okay. What about Mr. Darren? I'll I'll check him out. Uh, you walk down. Uh, Darren, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the large uh, head wound that he has, he's got this large cleft across here, and and there's some discoloration and swollen aspect. Should to I yell for Gertie? I wouldn't yell. Do you want to go find her? You want me to go get her? Oh, Gertie? That the nurse? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know her. I'll, I could go find her. Uh, she might not be expecting you to walk in with a shotgun. Everyone's a little trigger happy right now. Is she upstairs? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'll go get her. You, want you, you go get her. I'll go get her. I'm going to stay here. And... Okay, I'll, I'll stick with you. All right. Um, we're just going to pull this down again. And I close that. Put the map back. Oh, <laughs> put the map back? Yeah, the password is chain flail. I close the... Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys hear uh, rapid ascending footsteps up the wood stairs and. Well, we all know that that's the password. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just roll my eyes a little bit. <laughs> you all come pop your heads out of your respective rooms and you see the Frenchie there and he's got a large band, like roughly bandaged wound. Across the uh, front How of the space. How did that happen in the last five minutes? <laughs> don't know my life. Oh. You don't know how hard it is for me. By the way, Gertie's also changed to a freshly clean pressed. Yes. Nurse's yeah. Oh, <laughs> you've been busy, clearly. It's anyway, hey, we got, a wounded person. <laughs> we got a wounded person downstairs. All right. I'll grab my, my nurse's tools. You guys following? Yep. Okay. <laughs> the crowd of you head downstairs. Um, and make your way over to the, uh, door. The trap door? Yeah. Password. Flinchel! <laughs> ah, fuck, it's him. Oh, <laughs> Downstairs, you see a, uh, the bartender that served you your drinks when you first came in. Yeah. As well as the, uh, a, a young six-year-old girl who, uh, you were actually sitting near uh, on the train when you came in. Oh. Her mother was a lovely little woman, and they, they like they read books and played together their entire way. It was just the two of them. Um, but her mom was this tiny little woman who uh, had very industrial-looking clothing on. Mm. Um, and you see her. Yeah. Uh, so you, you see this little girl um, and uh, a fairly good-looking 
uh, guy, but he's got his uh, head off to one side, and you see this a large, ugly wound on his head. Um, he was clearly hit by something quite hard and has since passed out enough to come back. Oh, wow. Uh, does anybody know what happened to him? Uh, we, we found him in here like that. Uh, the, there was uh, some of the ones with the black cloaks were uh, trying to drag him away and um, an explosion rocked through the neighborhood and they kind of dropped him and left. Weird. Um, while I'm checking him over, I'm actually going to open his eyes just to see if I, they're red. Or Roll a medicine? Oh, to see if they're like bloodshot yeah. red or evil red? Evil red. Uh, no, they're not evil red. They are bloodshot red. Okay, good. And responsive. Like he is, he is, like his irises are moving. Yeah. Um, he, like, yeah, they're dilating. Uh, Extreme success. Yeah. Oh. Roll uh, a five. You, uh, figure out that he's actually had a section of his skull kind of caved in from a large blood force trauma. Um, and you set um, what you need to and wrap it carefully. You manage, being where you are down in this hole, there's a large ice box and you actually managed to fish out some cold ice from it. I mean, you're in the middle of the Arctic finding something cold to keep swelling down. Sure isn't hard and and you wrap that up and and you wrap his head up almost completely you manage it so that he will be able to speak and like see out of one eye if he was conscious mm-hmm. but uh right now he's unconscious but he you think he might be safe to travel okay all right well he's unconscious for now so if we need to move we'd have to carry him but he should be awake eventually we able to scrounge together some sort of makeshift stretcher uh, yes, but you probably won't be able to get it with him on it out the trap door. No, no, no. But for after if we get him up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well. You could take, like, one of the tabletops, break off the legs and lay him on it. Drag that. Sure, okay. <clears throat> okay? I'm going to do that, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, you guys, I uh, need you to make a quick little uh, survival check. Survival. Can I, get, can I help someone else with a better survival do it? I'm survivally. Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so I'll give you advantage. Uh, hard pass. Cool, yeah. You guys put together a rather uh, strong uh, cot of sorts, and, and uh, you managed to get him on it, get him tied in, and are you guys leaving? We should probably get him back Whoa. to his family. Uh, we're going to, um, our next stop is technically the laundromat, correct? Which is just next door. Yeah, well, um, do we have a final base of locate, like, where are we going? Do we have a final destination beyond the kennels? Are we going to hold up for two days? I don't think we should go to the kennels. Is that where my mom is? Great. That's a great question, oh, we'll address wow. that later. Yeah, um... Do we uh, do we have a final destination involved? Uh, maybe candles, I guess. I'd be swinging towards Mr. Now. Police Officer. I didn't tell you I was a police officer. You've got a badge. He's got one too. You police officer as well? No, I'm a U.S. Marshal. All right, we got a marshal, and we got you, who's a detective. That's right. Oh baby. Well, I will find your you mother. Hmm? <laughs> I like you. And she gets Aww. close to you. Get this child away from me right now. 
So do we have a final, or are we coming here? Should we bring Esther and Alex here? Who's Esther and Alex? Darren's people. Darren's wife and child. Mm. Oh, he's got a kid too. All right. Um, should we bring them here, or are we going to... That's a tiny little hold. All yeah. right, let's bring them here. Yeah, because he's, he's like unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. All right, are we all going? Nice. No, just Peter. What? <laughs> um, this sounds like a job for him. And he's wiping his face off uh, with with a bar rag that he has there. He's wiping his face off. Face off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, Everybody's distracted. You're young. You're fast. You need to do this while we go over to the laundromat and get the capacitor. A small child needs this. Wait. <sighs> so you want Peter to go by himself all the way over to the shed? Where's the shed? Yeah. Uh, Is it easy to find? I'll go with him. Do you see what we're dealing with? I mean... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll do it. You see what we're dealing with? We just need to give him some liquid courage. <laughs> I repeat. <laughs> oh, I can pull a rag out of one of the Molotovs. And, yeah. How many Molotovs Thank you. did you make? That's... How many Molotovs did I make, Dan? Uh, four. Four? My Bottoms up, kid, and I just, like, tilt it up. It, it was... Oh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I just start spurting vodka all over the place. Alright, uh... <laughs> Put some hair in your chest, kid. <laughs> uh, uh, Leave it off. <laughs> yeah, he, he grabs the hold of the bottle and you like go to take it away from this. No, this is mine now. Uh, three Molotovs. <laughs> God. Okay, so maybe yeah, we yeah, should, I'll, I'll, we should split it. I'll, I'll get it. Right, right, Gertie? I'll, I'll go. <laughs> you can right. do this. The password is chain flail. When you this. go there, there's going to be two. Well, wait. You don't think so? He could not do this. We'll send I got it. I got him. it. I, I, could, I could totally do it. We'll send Wash with him. This is the time. We got so much other shit to do. We can't be everywhere at once. Okay, so why don't the detective and I go with them? And then the rest of you... Okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> sure. Hey, do you want a gun? Yeah. Ah, fuck. You can have this one. Thanks, Mr. Wash. Whose uh, magnum is that? That was mine. This no, let's. Go. I got a gun. All right. Yeah. Seriously, persuasion. Get that gun away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Oh. Okay. Extreme. Fine here. Thank you. Was that an extreme? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go. Can I have my revolver back? Hmm. Yeah. You got the gun away. Can yeah, I have, can I have something? I have nothing. Uh, he. Give him a shovel. Here, and I'll give him. I'll give him the other pickaxe. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do this. Let's go. All right. Goodbye. Uh, we're gonna we're going to get Wash Peter Martin with his two hit points and oh uh, shit yeah I forgot right. about that I got three now actually and and uh, the Hale and Hardy with a broken nail charity. Is it worth taking a rest at this point before heading out or oh wait we're taking advantage of the fact that everybody's distracted? Yeah 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 we gotta be fast 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 fast. Will you guys do that? We're gonna leave um, Leona in here with Darren and Christine doing what they were doing before. Yeah. The three of us are gonna go to the laundromat, get a capacitor, and we'll all meet back here. Okay. Uh, you guys all get out of the trap door and in your two little groups, 
um, kind of give each other nods of farewell and get ready to go your own way. As you walk together up Main Street towards the uh, laundromat and the three of you split off, you see uh, Martin, Charity, Wash, and Peter take off. They are just booking it. Um, Charity, you are by far the fastest of the four. Um, with Wash and Martin being the slowest by far. But you guys make your way up and around the curve of the building. As the doors of the laundromat close and you guys turn the curve of the building, a large explosion rocks the town as something goes off in the kennel. This has been an It's a Mimic production. You can find more quality content on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or at www.itsamimic.com.